Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Sarah Green says that she felt a huge responsibility that she plays Connell's mum in Normal People. Um, and she felt a huge responsibility towards Sally Rooney when playing the part in Normal People. Um, now, I, I, when I saw her as the mum, I was like, that's a, you know, that's a, that she's huge. Like, she's a... Yummy mummy. No, no. She, well, <laughs> she, no, I think she's a huge actress. To do a, a, a smaller role like this must have meant she really wants to be part of it. I, I couldn't believe they got her to do it. And um, she plays Lorraine. She's brilliant in it. And she's uh, Dublin Murders? Oh, yeah. She's been in loads of things. She's been, well, she's a movie star. Um, and she's brilliant in it. She really is. Like you said, um, there might be an episode soon where her role gets bigger. See, so we'll have to, oh, have to wait and see. Oh. Yeah. Um, anyway. She, it's all, uh, you know, it was on last night on BBC, I think it's on tonight on RTE, and Sarah told us how it feels to work on the book adaptation. I mean, there is a huge responsibility um, to the author, and, and I think even more so to the fans. You want to do these characters justice that these people have fallen in love with. So this is massive for Sally Rooney, like, uh, all her books now are going crazy up the charts. Yeah, but it uh, won't do any harm. When all those people are streaming, I know somebody who says they, they've read that book ten times, but they've never seen this the TV series. They've read it ten times. They liked it so much. Ten, ten times they've read the book, but oh, they haven't seen the TV show yet. So I think they'll like it. I have to like the book ten times. Yeah, and Mark Hamill has been talking about uh, Skywalker. Just saying, it's it's May the ninth be the bittersweet episode. Uh, Oh it's yeah, he puts, these, he puts these up every day on Twitter. It's the last time I'll ever play Luke. So never say never. I'm sure he thought he that was it, you know, when the original ones were done. Now there's a lot of fans uh, having rows of themselves on uh, forums and Twitter uh, about what Mark really meant by bittersweet. Um, but he has been whipping people into a frenzy again. And he's usually very funny on, um, on Twitter, very funny. He seems to be a lot funnier than I ever thought he could be. If you look, watch any entries he's in, he's a, he's a great sense of humour. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but in the Peppa Pig world, put oh, Mummy yeah. Pig wants you to jump in a virtual muddy puddle today. Save the children's annual muddy puddle walk campaign with Peppa Pig has had to have a virtual makeover because of the lockdown. So this week, Mummy Pig who's voiced by Morwina Banks, she does a lot of the characters on loads of TV shows, thinks that it's a perfect time to get involved. Particularly at the moment, I think children and families, they're trying to understand what this new normal is and they're trying to understand how to actually cope with lockdown and how to, how to find things to do. So I think this gives them that opportunity. I think Mummy Pig is the only Peppa Pig character in my house who has both her, uh, her arms still attached to her body. Right. That's quite an achievement. So they're, they're a bit afraid of Mummy Pig, are they? Uh, they could possibly be, or they just don't <laughs> want to harm her. <laughs> Who'd harm Mummy Pig? They still function, though, with a, with a half an arm, or not even an arm. They can manage. <laughs> and uh, many actors have been paying tribute to the late Jerry Stiller. This is Ben Stiller's dad, who uh, passed away at the uh, age of 92. Um... 
Now, he, in his own right, was a brilliant comedian, great actor. He's in loads of things. He was in King of Queens, Seinfeld, uh, Zoolander, Hairspray. He's been in loads of things. I don't think I've seen a bigger reaction to somebody tweeting uh, news as, as Ben got yesterday. The support it got on Twitter in particular was in the millions. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, people are very nice. A life well lived at, at that age. Yeah. So, what do you need to know about everything else that's going on in the world? Well, we'll be able to tell you when you uh, stay with us till after 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, what's going on? New powers to ch- enable Guardi to check those on self-isolating missions. How's that oh. all going to work? Yeah. Noel Harden. Harden, as some people like to call him, including uh, Corden. It is Strawberry Alarm Clock on F104. Horan. Noel Horan. I heard someone call him Harden. Harden. It's like the Dr. Tony Houlihan. Some people call him on, on the news Dr. Tony Houlihan. They're, and they're still doing it. Huh? There's a U in there, I think. Yeah, but I think it's Houlihan. But, yeah. Some people are... are co- I just want his name to be said correctly, that's all. <laughs> it really bugs you. Gorgi are to be given the power to check up on passengers arriving in Ireland from overseas under new COVID-19 restrictions being considered. This could include Gardaí calling at the addresses of passengers to ensure that they're actually doing what they said they would. Oh yeah, I was, th- I was thinking about that yesterday because if people come in and they say, yeah, we want you to self-quarantine for 14 days and they go, yeah, yeah, whatever. How do you... How do you well, know they're doing it? it is. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Uh, passengers are asked by the Border Management Unit at Dublin Airport to give details of where they'll be staying f- uh, f- for two weeks after they arrive. Uh, follow-ups with phone calls, but if they don't answer, or they're giving you a fake number, nothing they can do about it. No, but, and like, suppose somebody says, yeah, I'll go and self-isolate, but then they go wandering around to, you know, four or five shops before they do. The damage yeah, could be done. If they say they're going to Belfast... They can still keep on going. Yeah, that's just saying mon- Monopoly again. It is a bit. Um, this year's Electric Picnic Festival has officially been cancelled, unfortunately. The annual festival, which attracts 60,000 uh, revellers each year, has been is the latest one to to be cancelled. A lot of people are very disappointed. Holding this year's like event has become unavoidable, according to a statement. I would like FM 104 to replicate the Electric Picnic Festival on some any given weekend. Maybe yeah. June Bank Holiday, I don't know. We could play some of the acts that you would have got. We, we could even put in some fake crowd noise and you could get into your own smelly tent and just imagine. Well, that's become a thing. A lot of people are glamping in their back gardens. Well, that's that's full-on glamping now, Vernus. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it's unfortunate. Apparently, the animals in the zoo are missing all the human visitors. I said they are. <laughs> they must be saying to themselves, "Where's all the kids with the ice creams? Where's all the, the noise?" The wolves yeah. only got the new house, and now there's no one to go see them. They must be able to get parking around the airport now, or around the, the zoo now. Uh, you can, but they've only got two gates in the Phoenix Park open. Yeah, that's true. We want to protect the Luke Kelly statue, not remove it, says the council. It's probably, like, because it gets, keeps getting targeted, it's been three times now, it's the same thing, they keep going, they keep drawing glasses on him. I think it's the same gang of young fellas, and they're probably collecting the uh, the paper clippings now. Why don't they just give him some glasses? Did he ever wear glasses? And then stick them on as well, and job too. No. I saw a great picture of him uh, having a, a responsible drink with Phil Linnet. I never knew that they were mates. Every time it's uh, it's ruined, it's 240 euro plus VAT to give it a clean. The fear is though, that stone that's used, it's Italian as far as you know, there will be something put on it that won't come off. Yeah. Kurt Cobain's guitar from MTV Unplugged is on sale for one million dollars. That's a very. That's got to be one of the most famous. One of those. That offender, is it? MTV unplugged. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I would don't know about guitars. You need not horn for that question. But uh, yeah, a million, a million. Crazy. Uh, an XGP makes it to the one million pound questions. This happened on. Uh, Who wants to be a millionaire? 
they got new the one. On. Yes, the new series is on. I didn't know. I didn't know it was. And yeah, somebody for the first time in Jeremy Clarkson's run has been asked the one million euro, one million pound question. Um, what was it? Do I don't think it's, I don't think it's been broadcast yet. It's going to be on TV tonight. Oh, great! I think they're doing. Yeah, it's it started on Saturday, so I think they're doing a, an every night episode at the moment. Don't they do that to launch a series? Maybe. His name is Andrew Toms, Tomsley. He's 53. He uh, suffers from uh, multiple sclerosis. Uh, he's in a wheelchair. He glided through the early questions, um, which you'll see tonight on uh, Virgin Media 1. And as he reaches the final question, he says, you're the sixth person to ever do it in all the years in the show that's ever, uh, that's ever been on. Sixth person. I, I would have thought it'd be more that's than it. that. Wow. Yeah. He's a retired uh, man from Glasgow. And he said, that's what we're here for. And I don't know if he got the question right or wrong. You'll have to tune in tonight to find out. That's interesting. Nice for him to have something like that in his life with everything going on. Um, there's a thing about Tourism Ireland, you know, with uh, normal people showcasing us to so many. Hulu, the UK. Yeah. It'd be a perfect time to go, hey, come visit Ireland. It's really good. But they can't. Because you can't. You can't, no. That's that's a big problem, isn't it? So I don't think that's going to be back to normal for a while. Which affects a huge amount of people. So our industry, our tourism industry is massive. And Vogue has said her and Spenny would love to host a show like This Morning. Oh, yeah. Husband yeah. and wife team. Yeah, he's funny. See, Philip Schofield got his hair uh, cut by his missus. Oh, did he? He, he yeah. photographs of him in another house last week. I think, he, yeah, hasn't he, mo- he moved out of the family home, but he obviously calls in for haircuts and dinner. Nothing else anymore, anyway. Um, but you do need a bit of help if you're doing your, you know, short back and sides. It depends how tight you're going. If, if, you're, if you're doing a blade one... Or zero, it'll get everything, it'll do the neck and everything for you, so you don't need any help. Oh, you don't need any help. You've been no. doing it for years. I did manage to nick myself, though, on the on the neck the other day doing it. I don't know how. A nick on the neck? I stubbed my toe. I'm just getting a collection of uh, unusual injuries. Injuries, yeah. It's gone black, like. Ooh. Yeah, I hope it's not broken. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll, you'll be able to march on with a broken toe eventually, but yeah, there's nothing sore. I did it in flip-flops a few weeks ago on one of those big metal heavy doors with glass on it. Jesus, I'm pretty sure I heard something go... Oh, man. Why are we yeah. wearing flip-flops? I don't know. The man said to me at the shop, he said, did you hurt yourself? I said, I did, but it's all my own fault. I shouldn't be wearing flip-flops. And if everyone else had that attitude, we wouldn't have Campo Culture Ireland. <laughs> Good day to you all. It's FM 104. Uh, this kind of kicked off on social media last night and Ian Wright uh, posted about it and there is now uh, somebody facing a probe uh, who's claiming that his Instagram was hacked. It wasn't him sending the messages. Well, who was it if it wasn't you? It was still somebody. And well, if you're hacked, it could be anybody, couldn't it? Somebody's worked out your password and logged in, as you? It could be, yeah. Absolutely. Um but whoever it was, uh, Gardy, were last night probing racist comments allegedly made by an Irish teenager towards Ian uh, as a youth protested his innocence. So that's been investigated at the moment anyway. But yeah, it was just just sad to see last night, to see that kicking off. And then I didn't realise until I saw the replies that it was from an Irish, uh, well, it looked like it was from an Irish account. But it yeah. is being taken very seriously if you saw it online. Uh, over the last few hours and you do see that a lot with social media stuff like you know if if somebody's accused of saying something they will say the 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 often excuse would be it wasn't me somebody else had my phone yeah but i think everybody kind of goes really <laughs> it was me which is terrible if if that is true because most people don't believe it uh, and uh, Little Mix have uh, dropped a bombshell, Nobby. What's the bombshell? They decided to play a trick. On a, so with Leanne Pinnock decided to leave Perry Edwards screaming because she flashed her engagement ring. But they were only messing. So she wasn't getting engaged? No. So she, she sent her a message flashing an engagement ring. 
was just a it's just a prank. Can you imagine the screams of little mix? That's that's a lot of screams. Already. That's a lot of screaming. So was it on yeah. a Zoom? She said <laughs> she announced she had some very exciting news, and uh, yeah, flashed the <laughs> flashed it. I don't know whether it was on the Zoom or not. Okay, well, uh, you know, she'll make somebody very happy, I'm sure. Speaking of musicians and girl bands, David Beckham once hid inside a speaker during a Spice Girls gig because Victoria needed to see him. Why did he hide inside the speaker? I don't know, but it would explain a lot. If he got rattled around inside a speaker with lots of vibrations... Um. Melanie Blake, who's a music mogul, apparently revealed how Victoria wanted her man uh, inside and within sight when performing. And she told an interviewer that one time during a gig, she managed to hide him in a speaker in the middle of a dance floor full of screaming girls. Oh, wow. But surely the speaker wasn't turned on then, because he would have been deaf. That's what I'm kind of hinting at, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't know if it was on or off, I suppose. I've read about certain gigs, and I think most big gigs have a little sort of secret area for super celebrities, right? And they sneak them in during the first song, so nobody ever sees them, and they're hidden. It's usually in the sound booth in the middle of the, of the arena. Now, putting somebody inside a speaker now is fairly unusual. I, uh, I wouldn't say that's where they go. But yeah, they want to go to see gigs. Well, the like speaker the in the middle sounds like, that sounds like roughly where... A similar thing to what I've been hearing about. That's where they hide the super celebrities, the VIP, VIP section. Your VIP. It's not even backstage, it's right in front. The other bit of news this morning is about leaving cert is uh, the first step requires uh, subject teachers to award an estimated percentage mark to each pupil and rank them against the rest of the class. So I suppose there'll be a weighted average from your peers. But... I think the the full thing will be marked out of one thousand. Yeah, but see, I, I really don't, I really don't think this is going to work because I mean, you know, no matter how fair teachers are, are going to pretend this is going to be, like, surely if if you can't stand one of the one or two of your students, you're going to mark them down. <laughs> uh, well, and sometimes they get it wrong. Like I remember when I was doing uh, business studies. My teacher, a week out before the leaving cert, advised me to do pass because she didn't think I'd do well in honours. And uh, I didn't listen to her, and I did very well in honours. Thank you very much. So she would, she would have marked me down. If it, was, if it was up to her, she would have marked me down. Very, you know, I would have got not very well in honours, but on the day I did do quite well because of some amazing cramming. <laughs> and uh, she would have got that completely wrong. So that's what I just keep thinking about. That it's just like it's it's not going to work. And I wonder. Well, it's it's not really a thing anymore. Um, under the, well, whatever plans it was going to be, but were were employers giving parents time off to see if their kids are actually studying? That's another thing. Because if you're trying to do your own work all day. Anyway, marked out of a thousand, um, it's all raising concerns for loads of people uh, who don't have access to Zoom or might have disabilities or just, you know, the normal classroom environment isn't happening. But uh, the, the collaboration to review and estimate uh, the marks and rankings and agree in a final position, so they'll all have a, a kind of a staff meeting together. What did you give John Joe? Ah. But there's, there's an awful lot of uh, online... A lot, a lot of online sketches going around... There is, yeah. It's and they're ever. true. Like, you, you know, think of all the teachers you had. Like, some of your teachers just had an irrational dislike for some of your mates or you. If you've ever uh, screenshotted a, a teacher on Tinder and you sent it around or you made a funny TikTok about them, yeah. it may come were, back to bite you. you're a messer, like, totally. Like, they're not going to give you good marks. It's like, they're going to think, there you go, Mark Noble, messer. He, he wouldn't <laughs> have done well. Outside. It's like, Always outside. Always outside the class. Yeah, but maybe he, he would have crammed like a mad thing in the last couple of weeks and done it okay. So you, you just you don't know. They can do it for um, college exams. They can do virtual college college exams, and it's and it's monitored and it's safe. And you know why can't they do that for the leaving cert? Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking along those lines. Yeah, get over yourselves, leaving cert. <laughs> anyway, we uh, 
we're still feeling we're still feeling sorry for everybody involved in it this year. Uh, make no mistake. Yeah. Uh, it is 7.28 on the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. If you want a mocks of sorts, go have a look at today's qualifying question and play Instagram. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 104's Dish the Dirt. So fans of the American office will love this. Uh, John Krasinski uh, has reunited the office US cast to recreate the iconic wedding dance performed at Pam and Jim's wedding. Um, so uh, the theme for this week's episode was weddings and Krasinski managed to rustle up a couple of office diehard fans, John and Susan, for a moment they would never forget. Here's what happened. And guys, there's only one way out of this wedding. And Susan and John, because you so elegantly ripped off our show for your proposal, I feel like it's only fitting that you rip off the wedding too. So, that's rock. <laughs> well, we can't play this song unless you let me invite some of my family to the party. Ladies and gentlemen, the cast of The Office. Oh my God. So they're, they're looking at a Zoom call the cast of the office having a dance. Now, did they also rip off including the same song for uh, Trish and Nidja's wedding in Love Hate? Yeah, which came first? Ah, uh, the office depot. Are you sure? Yeah. The American office? Pretty sure, Season yeah. one of Love Hate? Not sure. Season number one Hate was probably maybe 2009, but it didn't really get, get going. Yeah, but they got married in season one. It was one of the first episodes was uh, Nidge getting married. You could do which came first on Instagram. <laughs> you could. Well, I'd have to know the answer first. But uh, yeah, so Jim and Pam's wedding. Does anyone know which came first? Let us know. It's a good question. So Scarlett Moffat was, uh, uh, claimed that she was abducted by aliens when she was 10. She was on a show to promote her new podcast all about conspiracy theories. All right, yeah, well, there. All right. <laughs> which is called Scarlett Moffat Wants to Believe... And speaking to speaking to uh, the people on was it I think I think the little loose women or whatever uh, the TV presenter back former on now, yeah. goggle box star recalled one of her early memories from being abducted. Here's Ooh. what she said. Yeah, so seeing my boyfriend Scott thinks that it's a load of rubbish because I said when I was about ten, a massive beam of light went into my bedroom window, and then I had a dream. But then I think they wanted us to think it was a dream that I'd, like, been visited by aliens. But Scott seems to think that it was just a car headlight and I probably, it probably was just a dream. <laughs> I think Scott's probably right, Scarlett. Scarlett so, for you. So I'm not going to listen to your uh, your podcast now, Scarlett. It's just... No. <laughs> she wants to believe. She doesn't even believe her own one. Liam Payne is mad into all this as well, though. He reckons there was someone hiding in his wardrobe, turning the light on and off a few weeks ago. I don't know if he's watching ET or an overdrive, but again, he's into all this paranormal stuff and ghosts. Wow. So, um, it's not just her. As we mentioned earlier on, tonight on Virgin Media 1, you will see 
the sixth person ever on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire get to the one million pound question. Um, it's 14 years since the show, show last made a millionaire and you'll see the question tonight. I don't know if he gets it right or wrong. Apparently he hardly uses his lifelines. That's the only way to get to a million if you've ever played the uh, the game. <laughs> the only way you can get to win the million is to... Um, Cough. No, not use your lifelines all the way through until you're absolutely stuck. You have to guess a couple. Um, right. If yeah, you can well, keep them to the last few questions, you have a chance. You always know when you're watching it if, if they're like two lifelines in on the second question, you just feel they're not going to. But uh, sometimes, you know, it can turn around, as I said, especially if you can cough. So that is just the dirt for now, guys. But we have more after eight, okay? Okay, guys. It's very important to wash your hands. And you know what? You can't be told that enough, to be honest with you. Keep washing your hands. So, uh, no more so than the uh, spaced out presenters. They're, they're not spaced out, but they're spaced away from each other. Of <laughs> <laughs> Ireland AM. <laughs> Welcome back to Weekend AM. I'm Anna Daly and boys, set your recorders to stun because I'll be doing some downward dog yoga later on with Laura. You wouldn't catch me doing that. Why not? I mean, I do it, but you just wouldn't catch me doing it. <laughs> get up. With everybody worried about how to wash their hands lately, we wanted to get somebody in from the HSE to explain how to do it. We couldn't get anyone from the HSE. They were busy. But we did get somebody from R.R. Donnelly Global Document Solutions. How are you? How are you, Anna? How are you, Simon? My name's Robbie Beatrew. Yeah, Robbie, uh, why have you got come in from R.R. Donnelly Global Document Solutions for us? Like, well, they're next door to Virgin Media Studios, Simon. We were a bit stuck this morning. Oh, yeah. Not the only morning, what? I brought a bucket with me and uh, some soap. So what do you, let, let's just, just talk about it. So when you wash your hands, what part of your body do you actually get involved in the whole thing? You know? Well, your hands. Yeah. Yeah, you use your hands to wash your hands. But I suppose that uh, sometimes I like to start sentences and shout at everybody, but nobody really, really, really realises why. You're a strong, confident woman, Anna, and I really like that. Thanks. That's kind of what I'm going for. Do you know what we call her around here? What's your name again? Robbie Beatroom. So we call her Robbie Beatroom. We call her Anna Holly Willadaly. Stop it, Simon. I love that. Keep that going. I love that. I am the Irish Holly Willadaly. What are you laughing at? It's just um, that makes you Philip Schofield then, Simon, doesn't it? I want the world to. No, no, unfortunately not. Sorry about that, lads. No, no. I tell you what, I'd give it a go if I was getting the sack. So we'll get back to it. Boom, boom. Will I wash my hands? No, go ahead. Yeah, what kind of soap are you using there? What's your name again? It's uh, Robbie Beatroot. Robbie, what kind of soap are you using there, Robbie Brobster? It's I got some Imperial Leather there from the 1980s. It's one of my favourite brands. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little sticker in the middle there, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, to start off, so I just... I just put my hands in the water first. Oh, that's lovely, yeah. Look, it's a lovely bit of soapage. Look so at that. I just get the soap in between my two hands. You know what I call and that I just, real my way? A ladder. I get that into a ladder. A ladder, yeah. I got, yeah, yeah I'm just calling it. That's nice. I like to do that to my whole body. Yeah, so what I do is I use both fingers. Remember that. To, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm lathering away here. Trying right to think of that. Uh, They're saying you should sing a song in your head. What song do you sing? Do you ever hear the band Catch a Gil Gil? I do, yeah. Too shoy shoy. Yeah. Hush hush. Oi oi. Yeah. Hush oi. Hush hush. Oi oi. Yeah. What's your name again? Robbie Beatrew. All right, carry on, Robbie. So you got the hand, you got the ladder. Yeah, so if the ladder up, them anyway, into the water and I put them into the water now, and, I, oh, and you see yeah. all the bubbles there, oh, the dissolving. Yeah. So take me, <laughs> take me hands out. What do you do I, with that? With the wet a, hands. I use a towel, or if I'm in the bathroom in, in your place, there to have uh, the pulley thing. What do you do to uh, to finish the whole process off? Look, like? well, just um, oh, I go about yeah. my day. Yeah, I go about my day, then and I walk around. And um, <laughs> actually, if anyone's looking ah. for uh, any any um, oh. document uh, solutions, that we're, we're just next door here to Virgin Media Television, to Donnelly Global. And or, can I just Donnelly interrupt Global. everyone here to just shout a bit louder for no reason? What do you do in a document solutions place? Um, well, you know, you know, you got documents and you yeah. stack them like this. Let's say right. Oh, look at that. So you see, you, yeah. you can do it that way, you can do it like landscape or portrait. 
All right, listen, thanks for coming in, Robbie. Coming up after the break, we will be showing you which way to store a cup of tea. Is it to the right or to the left? FM104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FM104's Instagram. Gemma, Gemma, Gemma. Hello. We have, we've heard a rumor that you're going to be trouble. Why is she going to be trouble? Me, no. Because she's a messer. <laughs> Are you a messer, Gemma? I am not. Very serious. Well, please, come and sit next to us if you are. <laughs> no problem. Is it true you've only you've only started watching normal people? I have, yeah. What are your observations? I like it a lot. Right. It's good. I think it reminds everybody of, uh, you know, dating and relationships and Everyone's kind of connecting with it. Yeah. Would you describe your man? There's as an a episode fixer? I've seen. They go. <coughs> what? An episode I'm watching. There's an episode I've seen that they they go to Italy, and man alive, wherever they are in Italy, I want to live there. Oh spoilers! <laughs> well, this doesn't, doesn't spoil anything. They go on a plane together. No, never said that, did I? Oh. Ooh. Um. Would you describe uh, Connell as a fixer, Gemma? I would. Mm. What is a fixer, Nobby, for the class? A fixer, Jim, is a guy that certain girls feel that they could take him under their wing and just mind them, sort them out. Yeah. In yeah, several she, ways, obviously. She's kind of a fixer then, too, because she's got a lot going on. He think, I think he wants to help her, too, doesn't he? Yeah. There's, yeah, there's all kinds of help going on. So that, that would be what a fixer is. A fixer upper. That's that's a gaff, Jim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Similar. Oh yeah. Right, Gemma. How do you normally do when you're playing along? Uh, sevens. Six or sevens or eights. Okay, they're healthy. Have you ever had a ten? Once. Last year. Oh. <laughs> Once. Last year. <laughs> you never forget your first ten, Nobby. Do you remember last year? Everyone's <laughs> giving out about 2019 say how, saying how crap it was. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that bad at all, lads? Well, no, it was great. actually grand. <laughs> the game Here we go. In three, two, one. What cereal has a rooster on the box? Conflict. What fast food restaurant is home of the Whopper? Burger King. Nan bread is associated with the cuisine of which country? Uh, India, Indians. Who's taller, Rihanna or Vogue Williams? Vogue Williams. True or false, actress Jodie Comer still lives at home with her parents. Mm. False. How many seasons of Grey's Anatomy have there been? 14 or 16? 16. In what decade was the first Star Wars film released? Who wrote The Commitments and The Snapper? Roger Doyle. What is the signature song of Liverpool Football Club? You never walk alone. And in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, what is Charlie's surname? Oh. Uh, um. Don't say chocolate. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Charlie Chocolate. Charlie Chocolate. <laughs> Well, he would be when he got the keys. Sorry for the spoiler. Are you, okay, are you giving he, up? He was little Charlie Bucket. Ah, ah Bucket anyway. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that funny? Uh, the 1970s is when Star Wars A New Hope was out, 1977. I've noticed, Jim, you love an L Star Wars question these days, you know that? They're creeping in, Nobby, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> It's a big. Watching a lot of Star Wars in his house at the moment. No, we're done with the Star Wars, but uh, yeah, they're still there. So that was wrong. And uh, there was one other uh, that you, there was one other that you had wrong, 
which was it's true or false. Jodie Comer. Jody Comer's 26, has all the money that she, you know, that she could need to move out, but chooses to stay with her parents because she said, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. She just loves her mum and dad that much. So that's lovely. And uh, she does live at home with her parents, which was wrong. So it means you got a seven, Gemma. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. That's as predicted, yeah. You got a seven. The cooking must be great in Mrs. Comer's house. (laughs) And Vogue Williams is two inches taller than Rihanna. Of course you can. Thank you. Just can't give it to you at the moment. But yes, uh, your name is on one. Seeing as all this craziness goes away. So uh, thanks for playing. Thanks for doing the 10 questions. Mind yourself. Thank you. You too. Stay safe. You too. Take care. A lot of you have been getting in touch about uh, frontline jobs that you're doing. Thank you. Um, we can only do one or so a day. Well, we could probably do more, but we've loads of strawberry and apple most give away. And we have Grace, who works in a bank. Hello, Grace. Hi, how are you? We're very good. Now, Grace, Nobby reckons he can guess which bank you work in. How are you going to guess this, Nobby? Well, she works in a bank in Artane. Okay, well then. Does your branch look onto a roundabout? Does indeed, yeah. I'm going to say then, Grace, do you work in AIB at the little Artane roundabout thing there? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's it. Nobby guesses your branch is going to be a new game we're going to work. We're Special working branch. On. <laughs> Special <laughs> branch with Nobby. <laughs> now, obviously, I've never met Grace before. I've never stalked her clearly because I'm not that weird. But I just, <laughs> I just know Dublin. Give it time. When you say, you see, there's not that many banks in our town. That's how you worked no, it out, is it? One, we've one other, but it's, the one other on the roundabout is a very busy one. You've got it. There is a permanent TSB across the road, all right, but we won't talk about them. Check out Inspector Morris here. So, uh, <laughs> and there's the DOD in the subway if you want me to really keep going. Come here, Ed. Um, are ground. Are the branches all, so we've got so many questions for frontline people. Um, what, are, are the branches open as normal? Open as normal, but um, we're kind of adhering to like strict guidelines, so we can only have, you know, a certain amount of people in the branch at a certain time. So we've a few different queues at the door, you know, like one for the machines, one for customer service, one for the tellers. Um, it's not really kind of normal business as usual. It's not normal, no. Uh, trying to be as now, of course, as we can. <laughs> To fend off armed robbers over the years, you guys are well used to having a big piece of glass between you and the customers, so that helps. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And do people make that joke when they come in and go, oh, I never thought I'd be in a bank wearing a mask? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Once in a while shouts, give us the money! <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's quite hard because people are coming in, you know, really covered up and then you're asking for their ID, but... You can't really tell them to take off their mask because they're oh, at the same yeah. time. <laughs> and so are you wearing? Are you wearing protective equipment? You would have to, wouldn't you? Well, we're not. We're, we're not wearing masks, but we are. We do have. You know, we're changing gloves constantly, and we've got the sanitizers everywhere and stuff like that. But we're not wearing masks at the moment, and um, just constantly changing mm. gloves and you know wiping everything down. And what do you? How do you think uh, physical cash is going to get on out of all this? Have you, have you seen any changes? Yeah, like definitely. You know, normally when a teller queue would be quite long. You know, people kind of stick to the old way, and um, they like to go to the tellers and stuff like that. But now people just want to get in; they want to get out. So there's a lot more people using machines. You know, I think when we go back to normal, there will be a big change. You know, with our teller queues and stuff like that, because you probably know yourself used to have maybe five or six tellers and um, we just have two at the moment but definitely not as busy and what have you seen for people when they're using the buttons on the machines are they using their fingers or are they, are they using my idea which is to use uh, ear, cotton buds or are they using their, their bunch of keys or a pen he has, this, he has this mad idea where he's bringing a packet of cotton buds around with himself well, and trying to talk him into using his phone to tap even, even just, the, the traffic he, lights have signs them saying don't press the button so I mean the cash machine yeah, I use my knuckle. I used my knuckle before this ever happened, but now I, you know, it's it's harder to do it on some of the machines. So, have you seen any any unusual ways of hitting the buttons? Not really the buttons. These are the questions that need answers, Nobby. <laughs> I saw some crazy buttons when you're coming in the door. You know the you know the electric doors. The oh, yeah. those are, I mean. 
They're difficult at the best of times. Now people queuing outside. Jesus, wait till the doors close, will you? Please, everyone. Yeah. Someone else is hitting the next button. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the doors are still on the hinges, honestly. <laughs> oh, God. Right. You see, like... There's, there's a key thing. Have you seen that th- thing for sale now? It keeps popping up on my Instagram. And it's it like... Uh, you keep tweeting about cotton buds. Yeah, what's it saying uh, to you? Uh, no, it's a big key thing. And it looks like the kind of the trigger of a gun, right? And the, But the it, you can hang your keys on it, uh, on your key ring, but you hold it like a trigger of a gun and it's got a big sort of protruding brass end on it. And it's for pressing buttons. So you don't right. have I to. don't think walking into a bank with something that looks like an imitation firearm is probably yeah. the best advice. Wearing a mask <laughs> with an imitation firearm. <laughs> Trying Where to get in and out in 60 seconds before the guards <laughs> come. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm putting, your, I'm putting your notes straight into a plastic bag so you don't have to touch them. <laughs> Grace, uh, in all this madness, we will give you a strawberry alarm clock code and bug uh, just to say thanks for, for going to work and being as normal. And I'm sure there's days where you're, you're worried and you don't want to catch germs. But thanks for going in anyway. Fair play to you. Thanks very much. And thanks for keeping us all entertained in the mornings. <laughs> Yeah, well, Jim's yeah. doing it all by himself today with his little mad ideas. <coughs> you call them mad ideas. I, saw I, I call them business plans. I saw someone else suggesting toothpicks for the same idea, Jim. There you go. I'm onto something. You could be. And uh, I noticed yesterday I was in a shop and the masks have got much, much better. Like the, there was a kind of goth girl and she had a, a mask with sort of all kind of like cool kind of rock things and flowers on it and everything. So people are getting really fashionable with their masks. Yeah, there's a mask going around now with Crow Park in Dublin and a sea of blue on, on All-Ireland Day uh, going around as well for the Dubs fan in your life. Grace, have a strawberry down for a cuddle mug. Um, we'll, we'll hook it up with you when it's safe to do so and uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Emil. Have a good day. Take care. Cheers. Bye, you too. Bye. Now, up everybody it's time for Showbiz News. <laughs> FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Now, I think everyone is planning whether they're buying Deccan or something else for their barbecue. There's been a few times where I think, oh, I can't get that because that shop's closed. But like, when they open again, there's going to be queues. Seeing Woody's and being Q is going to be like seeing your missus for the first time in 12 weeks if you haven't seen her. Until you get to the till and you see the prices. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't wait for it. I really want to get There's some tills I want to get. Mike Tyson has uploaded a vicious new training video and tells fans, I'm back. Now he's 53 now. Um, yeah, he's got, I mean, some punch on him. I saw the video yesterday. It's, it's incredibly powerful. But uh, here's a little bit of it. It's just a lot of pow, pow, pow. You get the gist. Get the gist, yeah. That seems, sounds like uh, his career. Katy Perry has shared a baby scan video of her unborn daughter, but the the funny part of this is the daughter seems to be flipping her middle finger at her, which which happens from time to time. Whatever way the baby is lying, whatever way the baby is lying, they they have the middle finger up. Uh, she was on Instagram Live, so there's a lot that will be happening this summer. Not only will I be giving birth, literally, but also figuratively to something you guys have been waiting for. So let's call it a double whammy. Um, Hey, Ma, play hot and cold one more time. I dare you. Flip the bird. She's she's doing a, a kind of an online flower shop because her new album something to do with flowers, isn't it? She's selling flowers. An online. Yeah, some, some kind of virtual flower shop, yeah. Right. Anyway, here's what she said. Oh. Oh, a little middle finger right up at you. Oh, my God. Look. That's so funny. Look. She literally is giving me a middle finger. <laughs> she is. <laughs> It's all cute now, yeah. <clears throat> but when they're a few years older and they're flipping the middle finger at you, you won't be as delighted about it. <laughs> what did you do? She's very nice, Katy Perry. That, uh, we interviewed her once and uh, she was one of the nicest guests I think we've ever interviewed. She was lovely. She was, Jim, she was. That's, yeah. that's a fair point. Um, the Friends reunion update, I, I've... like this, It's such a clickbaity headline. It's ridiculous. There is no update. It, they're just saying they're hoping to shoot it as soon as they can. There's still absolutely no date. Uh, it's ridiculous. So if you see any clickbait headlines about when f- the film reunion is going to be uh, filmed, it's, it's don't even click on it. Save yourself the time. 
And Matt Lucas, um, the, the very funny, he did a, a kind of mick take of uh, Boris Johnson's this lockdown speech. Amazing. Have a listen to this. This is pretty much what Boris said and didn't say. It's so brilliant. We are saying, don't go to work, go to work, don't take public transport, go to work, don't go to work, stay indoors. If you can work from home, go to work, don't go to work, go outside, don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It's incredible. He should do one of them every day to cheer people up. Yeah, it would. That and baked potato. So this hour we learned that Vogue Williams is actually two inches taller than Rihanna. But can she sing as well, huh? Dublin 74, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we can go to the phone now and we can see how Matt Healy is doing from the 1975. How are you, Matt? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? We're good. How have you been occupying these strange days? I've just been trying to kind of stay, I don't know what the word is, positive. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've just been, um, I've been making music a bit. I've got a new dog, so that takes a lot of my time. A lot of kind of puppy training and he's big as well, so to make sure that he's a good boy. What type of dog did you decide to bring home? He's called a, a carne corsa, so he's like a big, a big thing. He's like a big beast. And it's, it's also a good warning for any super fans that wanted to come around and try and get into your house. There's many dogs and they're big. Oh yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around with Mayhem. That's the last person I would mess around. <laughs> mayhem. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 he looked like quite black metal, so I thought I'd give him quite an appropriate name. I have a dog's name on standby. When I do have a dog, I'm going to call him Tobar. Tobar's great. I like, I like, I like any, to be honest with you, I quite like just like lads' names, like Ian, Paul, Rob, <laughs> like that's the kind of like, I, I've got a dog called Alan, but he lives in America now. But um, yeah, Did he emigrate? Dog called Alan. Yeah, he did emigrate. Me and my best friend kind of used to share a dog for a couple of years and then he got, uh, he got engaged and moved over to LA and, you know, it was either me or the fiancé and for some reason he chose the fiancé. But, um, <laughs> so... So, yeah. Are we talking about so your friend gone. or the dog now? <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. He took, he took the dog to LA. But it, like, I've just opened an office in Los Angeles. So um, it's kind of a nice treat for me every time I go over there. I get to see, I get to see Alan, my dog. So being <laughs> a songwriter, a creative person, does it feel like you're being restrained at the moment without the gigging? Or is it a welcome break from all the touring and the whirlwind of being in a really successful band? I mean, I think like a break from touring will always come welcome will always be welcome from a physical place because we've been doing it for a long time and it's hard work but it's kind of how I live do you know what I mean regardless of whether it's tiring like when you tour the amount that we do it very much subconsciously kind of informs how you I don't know experience like time or distance or like you know like you know I'm constantly in other places so I haven't really done like the seasons for the past eight years, for example, you know, I've not done a <laughs> winter, spring, I can't even remember how they go now, but I've not done one because I'm just always in a different time zone doing something else. I think that adjusting to like what real life is actually like is kind of a bit weird, but apart from that, it's all right. So the new song is If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. Yeah. Um, on first listen, I thought the intro, is that, that intro is like the most stadium intro to a gig I could think. I think that'd be a great opener. Was that oh, in mind you know when you were like, coming we, up? We, we played that live on the last tour a little bit, and like no one had heard it obviously because it only just come out now. We were on tour in January, so like there was a conversation about like you know we could open with this one night, which would be really funny, but it would have been met with like people would have been so confused. But I think like now it sounds like a good opener to me, you know. Definitely. We've seen uh, different ways countries are reacting to hosting gigs. I know in Sweden and, and Germany they're doing uh, gigs with cars. I mean, there's so many different important things to consider. How easy do you think it's going to be for big bands who normally play stadiums? I don't know. It needs to be some kind of change, do you know what I mean? There needs to be some sacrifice, because that's, that's what people are unwilling to do. In every industry, you know, everybody just wants to massage what they're doing keep it exactly the same but kind of massage it enough to make it socially acceptable do you know what i mean that everyone's like yeah what 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 we're gonna have to do what we're gonna not do the ten thousand people in an electric room every night thing it's like well no probably not <laughs> like what do you want me to say like and i also don't have like an upward relationship with the industry now so i'm not like looking to anyone being like are you gonna help me like we're the ones that need to sort this shit out do you know what i mean like we're, we're at the top of the industry you know, it requires, like, people like us to think about it. But I don't know what that means. I don't know whether it's smaller gigs or if it's 
a reinvention of the model of live music and where it's hosted and how it's hosted or whatever it is. But the idea that nobody's going to sacrifice and someone's just going to figure it out and we're all going to go, oh, that was easy. Like, I'm just looking ahead to, you know, the end of this month, you should have been playing the Boston Calling Music Festival, Finsbury Park, uh, the Altice Arena, the Zenith in Paris. These are not small no venues. Way. So I think the bigger the band, the harder the challenge. Like, if, if you're used to only playing to small crowds, it's probably achievable, but it's it's the more getting your head around you two doing a, a show with 800 people. Uh, you know, it's, that's the weirdness of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, but I think that just like doing the same thing in lots of walks of life, you know, like we can't keep doing in life. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. You just, it's just stupid. So, like, if we want to change things, then we have to change things. You know, we have to change how we behave. So uh, I noticed as well on the, the the new single, a sax solo, which I haven't heard for quite some time. Thank you for bringing that back. <laughs> It kind of like harks back to a time where music and even alternative music kind of was like had a real freedom to it. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't encumbered with like self awareness and like fear. And I think that post yeah. that kind of big pop moment in the eighties, you know, with grunge and then with like guitar indie music and you know Brit pop and stuff, it became a real self awareness to music. And saxophone solos came come from a time where they just it just wasn't like that. And it feels quite punk to me. You know, like a sax solo, to be honest. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, this isn't quite a who's your inspiration question, but in lockdown times, would everyone turn into music for entertainment purposes? Who are you listening to? <laughs> what have I been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of Radiohead again, which is quite depressing, but I'm always listening to a lot of Radiohead. I've been listening to quite a lot of Van Morrison. My Spotify is the cesspit. I just spend so much time listening to different stuff. Dermot Kennedy covered days like these on oh, TV right, yeah. a few weeks ago, and there was some reaction to it. So Amazing. Van is still the man. Van is still the man. Just wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him. No, I wouldn't. No, not at all. Uh, he chased a friend of mine down the road because he asked for a picture. Really? <laughs> that's, that's a great <laughs> yeah, my, my friend's claim to fame. He, like, he had his head down really going for him, so uh, he had to run to get out of Van's <laughs> <was> way. Funny. <laughs> well, Matty, uh, thank you for taking the time to chat to us. We do love the new single. Uh, if you're too shy, let me know. It's just, I think everyone's relying on music for a bit of comfort, as a little comfort blanket more than usual at the moment, and your band has a way of doing that. Oh, thanks so much. I look forward to hearing it as an opener when everything gets back to normal if it ever does yeah I look, I look forward to playing <laughs> shows if we ever get the chance but yeah thanks so much guys I really appreciate it The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104 
It's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Yes. So, uh, back to Star Wars, Nobby, because Mark Hamill says goodbye to the Luke Skywalker again with this bittersweet message. Now, he's been, he does this in May. He starts off with, you know, May the 2nd, May the, building up to May the 4th, be with you and all that. But now he's mm. like, you know, May the 12th. And he does memories of his time with Star Wars. So the end of the Skywalker saga was an emotional for many reasons. And one of the saddest parts was that marked the end for several veteran Star Wars actors. They include Mark Hamill, who returned to play Luke um, for the sequel trilogy. Harrison Ford the... should not be allowed to fly any type of aircraft anymore. No. <laughs> He'll crash that thing. It sound, yeah, it sounds like there's no talking about it. That's his thing. So I know. But still. So he said it's all bittersweet. He said it was bittersweet. He said knowing that it was the last time I would ever play Luke. So he's hashtag bye bye Skywalker. He's always very positive about Star Wars. He's never said anything bad. Um, But he had a a message for the Star Wars fans on the front line. Here it is. Hello everyone, Mark Hamill here. And we find ourselves facing challenges like we've never seen before. But I have to tell you, I'm finding so much inspiration in the compassionate, courageous, and selfless fans in our Star Wars family. So a heartfelt thanks to our heroes on the front lines, the doctors, nurses, scientists, and volunteers. You're not only our protectors, but also an inspiration for each of us to discover the hero within ourselves. May the Force be with you. That's nice, isn't it? It is nice, yeah. He's very nice to fans, you know, there's, there's, there are fans there on Twitter that will just say, look, it's my birthday today, will you please say hello to me? And sometimes he does, he gets so many that uh, he can't answer everybody, but he's, yeah, he's pretty funny on Twitter too, so. Yeah, if you are looking around for it, because a lot of people, I've actually had to make a few videos, people now know I can make videos, so I'm getting tasked with all the family and friends. Uh, it's such and such's birthday, if we send you everyone's message on WhatsApp, can you, <laughs> can you put together a video? Yeah, but just be aware, so many uh, actors are now doing it. I, I can't remember the name of the website, but it, generally for about 30 quid, if there's someone that they love, you know, some, some people are trying to really take advantage of their fame, but they'll do a personalised greeting for you. And at the you moment... You can get Barry from EastEnders. Oh, wow. Aim high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you have somebody who loves him, right, <laughs> he'll say happy birthday to him. So I did it for Podgy. Podgy loves snookers. He's always gone on about it. And I got some old snooker player that he loves. I don't, like, you know, I can't remember even his name. And for £20 or something, I got him to say, hello, Podgy, happy birthday, from his back garden. And he was chuffed with this. He really was. So but that might is, be the only way you can do something nice for someone at the moment who has a birthday coming up. Yeah, you can get some, like, you can get some people that you'd be surprised are on there. Yeah, like Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> Barry from EastEnders. But that's Christ funny. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's a nice guy we interviewed him he's funny yeah I was probably going to say Channing Tatum or somebody but he might be there too no I think if they're if they're more busy they don't do it mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 